0: Hello, and welcome to the RPG Academy podcast Trial of Firefly, the RPG. I am Michael, and with me tonight, we have, as players, myself playing Kaylee, Chris from the Redemption Podcast. Chris, who are you playing tonight?
1: Tonight, I get to play Zoe.
0: All righty. And then we also have from Redemption Podcast, Kendall. Kendall, who are you playing tonight?
2: I'm playing Captain Malcolm Reynolds.
0: Excellent. And our guest GM for the evening is P.K. Sullivan. P.K. is a game designer and uh, more, <laughs> I guess. Uh, P.K. has numerous writing credits on RPGs, including, surprise, surprise, the Firefly RPG by Margaret Weiss Productions, I believe it's the list. Yep. Oh. So P.K., go ahead and introduce yourself and then give us a little overview of how Firefly slash Cortex works.
3: Okay. Uh, as he said, I'm P.K. Sullivan. I am a game designer and writer. I live in Chicago and I've I actually cut my teeth in the industry on Firefly. I wrote on all of the books, starting with the core rulebook uh, through the finish of the line. And since then, I've been working with Evil Hat on a bunch of uh, products and a book for the Bulldogs RPG RPG coming out soon, hopefully, from Galileo Games. Yeah, that's me. All right. So Firefly uh, is a Cortex Plus game, which many people know means it's lots and lots of dice. Yay! Shadowrun would like to have a word with (laughs) you, sir. It is it is not nearly as many dice as Shadowrun or Myth Ender, but it is still a fistful of dice when you are playing right. All right. The best way to describe the iterations of Cortex Plus is that each game uses buckets of dice and it's largely a matter of defining what your buckets are. Firefly uses attributes, skills, distinctions, assets, signature assets, and complications. Those are all the different buckets of dice that you can pull from in order to add to your dice pool before you roll them. Anytime you roll the dice, you're keeping the best two. You can spend a plot point in order to keep an extra die and bump up your total. We really encourage the players to take action and be proactive because anytime they do that, they force me, the GM, to roll the dice first and set the stakes. That gives them a very privileged position of known information in order to try and overcome the situation. Whenever a player rolls a one, they earn a plot point, create a complication that changes the story, and we move forward. The plot points let them do cool things like activate certain stunts or just keep extra dice. Anytime that they absolutely blow my dice pool out of the water, then they get a big damn hero die that they can add to their total later down the road. And that's pretty much how it goes. The thing I love about the Firefly system and what Cam Banks did designing this game is as the GM, I present to you one simple job. Things don't go smooth, but in the end, you're big damn heroes and you keep flying. That's the way every game of Firefly goes. So, any questions?
1: No, I don't think so. No, sir. I'm good. Okay.
3: If anybody has any questions about their character sheet, feel free to call them out at any time. For the most part, things are pretty self-explanatory, but there are a few things that might need interpretation here and there.
2: It looks like after some of the skills, there are specialties.
3: Correct. So, anytime you see a word written in red to the right of your skill die, that is going to be a specialty. That just means anytime that you do something that has that specialty or Uh, would make sense to use that, you get to add a D6. Okay. So, Mal has shoot of D10 and a specialty in pistols. That means anytime he pulls out his pistol to shoot somebody, he rolls a D6. And then he adds another D6 because he's pulling out his Liberty Hammer, which is one of his signature assets. Cool. Okay. All right. So, in the pre credit scene... Uh, we see the serenity make planet fall on a dusty small city. actually, it's not the town it's probably a hundred thousand people, maybe a little more and the crew heads into town. Malcolm and Zoe go Kaylee's taking along uh, because this is a new experience for her, and you are off to see a An old contact. And I want to ask you guys, whose old contact is it? Who's been here before? Mal. Mal's been (laughs) here?
2: Sure, you're going to go with the easy one, I see.
3: All right. And Mal, how do you know Zan Shui? She is a uh, factory owner.
2: Uh Zin Shui was actually a well-known supplier of weapons to the Browncoat Underground because her factory at the time was actually a munitions factory uh, that kind of ran behind the Alliance's nose. So,
3: Alright. So, uh, you'd gotten a wave from Zan and she said that she had heard you were in the business of shipping and she, as a factory owner who needs to get her goods out to market would be interested in talking to you. So, you head into town. You eventually make your way into the uh, into the uh, factory district uh, where you find Zan Manufacturing. And it is a lot bigger than you sort of expected. Uh, she had been a Arms manufacturer, as he said, but very small and very private. Mm-hmm. This is now a massive manufacturing space, um, probably three hundred thousand square feet. It's absolutely huge. And you walk up, speak to the the guard at the door. He knew you were coming, and you get issued into her office, which looks out over the factory floor. It's all. Bustling robot arms and things, packing boxes and shuttling things. Just a whole hubbub of activity. Uh, Zan herself is a shorter woman of Asian descent. She has uh, steel gray hair and uh, dresses in a traditional men's suit from China. So the sort of sleeves of all um uh, that aren't tapered, the the long button-down uh, shirt, uh, and the loose-fitting uh, slacks. Mal, you old rogue. So good to see you. She actually walks up and gives you a hug.
2: Mal looks a little uncomfortable and just one-handedly pats her on the back. Zan, doing pretty good for yourself out here in the world?
3: Things have been pretty good, I must say.
2: Uh, like, you you meet my crew? This is Zoe. You probably remember her. And our... Engineer Kaylee?
3: Hi. She she bows. Ma'am. Zoe, good to see you. I heard you got married. I did. (laughs) I never would have thought. You ain't the only one. He's a good man. He takes care of me. That's good. If he doesn't, you tell me. We'll sort him out.
1: I think I can handle that on my own.
3: Probably. (sighs) So, Mal, how's business for you? I heard you have your own ship.
2: Yep, uh, Firefly class uh, bulk transport, so we're looking for some work. Glad to hear that you need some stuff taken off-world.
3: Yeah, I was... I hope you haven't gone respectable on me.
2: (laughs) That wouldn't worry too much about that.
3: Good, good. You see, the Alliance, they they're trying to choke off the Outer Rim Worlds here. They're trying to tax us to death. I have a 20% tariff just to get my goods off world because they're classified as luxury items.
0: Kaylee perks up at that.
3: Almost all of my buyers are in the core. I can't take a 20% cut in my prop- in my margins and still make a profit. They're going to kill the factory.
2: Well, you know what they say. Any alliance in- interferences? Well, all alliance interference. So, so you want something moved into the core a little on the uh, little on the sly.
3: Discretion is uh, the better part of valor, I always say.
0: What's in all those boxes? Kaylee's looking out the window at the factory floor.
3: Zan just smiles and says, "Happy you asked." Uh, goes to a shelf and pulls down a. Uh, figurine in a box and gives it to Kaylee and says, Here, have one for free. Oh shiny. It is a bobble headed geisha doll.
0: Ah, oh, this'll be a great gift for Anora. These are luxury items?
3: I guess they aren't strictly necessary.
0: They've been selling like hotcakes. Mm, hotcakes. She looks at Mal. Can we stop and get some food before we leave? Maybe a little bit. So what
2: kind of Fangle type of people would buy these? I mean, do you have do you have a buyer in mind, or are we just dropping this off on a moon somewhere?
3: I have a distributor. He's on uh I have a distributor on Albion. He's waiting. We just need to get him ten thousand units. Says he's already pre-sold the lot. Keep in mind this is just the quarterly shipment.
2: So this will be a regular run, is what you're saying, if it goes well. If it goes well.
3: If you can avoid that cruiser in orbit.
2: Well, he just has to be looking in the wrong way when we leave, is the whole trick to that.
3: I don't want to know how you do it. I just want to know that I can trust you.
2: Zan, seriously, when have I ever done anything untrustworthy or failed to deliver? Kaylee raises her hand, starts to say something, and then... There's just a little... There's a quick, like, sidelong glance shot from Mal with his eyes narrowed.
1: Zoe quickly grabs Kaylee's hand and just puts it down.
2: (laughs) So you're the same tenacious bulldog that I saw in the war. I've learned a few things. But if it's a thumb in the eye of the alliance you're after, I'm kind of still your man.
3: Well, sounds good to me. Uh, And then from there you will haggle back and forth on the uh the terms of the deal um she is going to push that uh she will pay you a portion up front and then the person at the other end her uh distributor will pay uh the rest on delivery
2: okay yeah we zan and mal kind of fight back and forth and he ends up getting kind of the short end of the stick but 20 percent is still better than nothing right
3: all right, so there you have it. That is your job. Uh, you can make your way back to the Firefly, uh, and if you want to know anything about uh, the situation, now is your time to ask.
2: And f- can't quite yet because uh, as we walk out, kind of, and we well, we give Zan the the doc our dock, mm-hmm. you know, so she can have the stuff delivered. Yeah. And as yeah. we're walking out, we step out back out, into kind of the sunshine, and Mal looks around. And then looks back towards Kaylee, sighs. All right. Where'd you see the food stall? She just gets a big smile. Follow me, Captain. <sighs> Zoe?
1: Yes, sir. You coming? Right behind you, Captain.
0: So, PK, I had a question as far as the timeline. Where does this caper fall into, like, the show?
3: Uh, somewhere between Ariel and Trash. Okay. So Mal knows that Jane tried selling them out. Uh they have not yet run into Saffron a second time.
0: So uh we show back up to Serenity. Uh Kaylee has like a to-go box for Simon, and she has found like a little bow to put on the geisha doll for she's gonna give that to Inara.
3: Um, definitely Inara is very graceful gracious and thankful. And so are you going to insist that she display it anywhere? On the
0: dashboard of the shuttle. No, I, I wouldn't insist on it. But if I come in later and it's not visible, I'll be disappointed. Okay,
3: <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> and just for the comedic value of it, uh, you bring in the the to go box for Simon. Um, like as he is like doing dishes from having just eaten with River, and he's very he's like, oh, uh. We just ate,
0: oh she she's starting to like open the box to show him, and then just slowly closes it i I guess wash might want it then
3: yeah i i don't uh I didn't see him in the mess he would he would probably uh appreciate it it's it smells very good
0: Ah, uh, it, it was it was great, so he just doing the dishes,
3: yeah, uh, yeah, cooked up some uh. Protein for for River and I.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: protein. Great.
2: Yeah, you guys can he- you guys can hear footsteps coming down the hall and Matt stops like at two steps down just before the table and like ba- basks in the awkward for a minute. And you're standing there with the t- with the thing open. And He just kind of reaches over and snatches a piece before he walks on through and
3: heads up to the bridge.
0: Thanks, Kaylee. guess I'll see you later then. Yeah. Simon.
3: Yeah. Simon is not good with people.
0: (laughs) Mm. All right. So Kaylee will walk on. She'll do that thing. Like right before she walks out of the mess, she'll turn over her shoulder, kind of look towards Simon. And when he's not looking at her, she'll turn and then walk out. Awesome. So, uh,
3: how did you guys want to approach your heist? Uh, as established, there is a, an Alliance cruiser in orbit. And also of note in this system, there is an extensive asteroid field that actually is outside of. Uh, so basically, you are in past the asteroid field. To exit the system, you have to go out past it.
2: Uh, I'm gonna head up to the bridge and you know talk to Zoe and Wash and see if we can come up with some ideas. Okay, so I, I presume that's where Zoe is because
0: that's where Wash would be. Correct. Kaylee will show up, too, because she's going to give Wash the rest of the takeout container.
3: Wash is very enthusiastic about the food. And what? how do you react to that, Zoe? As
1: Kaylee goes to hand it to him,
3: uh, Zoe grabs
1: it. Not yet, honey. We need to talk about how you're going to earn this. Big puppy dog eyes.
0: Oh, Kaylee will start to say something and then it dawns on her what Zoe means and she'll flush red and then just be silent. Ah, I don't need to know
2: what the price of that's gonna be. But Kaylee, you sure you don't want to give that uh that doll to wash? It'd go great with his dinosaurs. Doll?
0: No, that's for Enora. I've already given it to her.
2: Yes, these little uh, wobbly headed geisha dolls. Apparently oh, people I love, love those, those. things. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. But hey Okay, you saw the Alliance cruiser in orbit, right?
3: Yeah, we had to give them our um, information in order to land.
2: Well, we have a cargo that we need to get out of here without being stopped again.
3: Well, that's awesome. Sure. So, ideas. Any? Do
2: we still have a crybaby left over?
3: Uh, that is up to you guys. If you wanted to... So, you all start with one plot point. If you wanted to spend a plot point to create a Crybaby asset, you could do that. Or, you could attempt to do so with a roll. Sounds like a mechanical thingy. Well, I know the ship better than anyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... So can Kaylee
2: co- offer, maybe Kaylee will offer to cobble one together?
3: Sure, we can uh, we can try that. Um, so I'm going to say, since this is short notice, it's going to be D8 difficulty. And the Firefly crew, or the crew of the Serenity, has been under uh, some pretty hard financial times lately. Uh, so that's going to be a D10, representing scarce resources. And you are looking to beat a 15, Kaylee. Kaylee, why don't you
2: use that scrap metal that we got left over from when Jane had that accident with the weight set? See if you can use that to cobble something together. That's me attempting to use leadership, by the way. Yep. Uh, for ship's captains. So do I Do I just spend the plot
3: point to do it? Well, it actually happens when Kay- if Kaylee follows your orders. Okay. Then you can say, oh, and then Kaylee gets the benefit. OK, um, that that's the, the neat little. But I don't have trick. to
2: roll for it. Right. I just have to spend the plot point, And if she follows it, she gets it. Correct. OK. She gets
3: to add so, a D10 to her role. Uh, that is what I'm attempting. So, Kaylee, that will be a mental plus craft role.
0: Yeah. Uh, so mental D8 craft is a D4. Yep. And I cannot possibly beat you currently, so I have to find some way to add in some stuff. Well, I was gonna say uh you
3: have a ship's mechanic as as a distinction.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yep, yep. So I can and for that.
3: Y- you are working with uh the parts that you have on Serenity, and Serenity is one of Kaylee's signature assets, so that's another D eight.
0: Uh huh. There we go. And then i w I'm gonna listen to the captain, so now or later I will be able to use that. And you get a D10 for that. Yay.
2: Pop point go away. Oh,
0: and I take the best two? Yep. All right, that would be a 16. I got an eight and an eight.
3: All right. Uh So, yes, you are able to cobble together a Fry Baby out of spare parts, scrap metal, an old radio that you ripped out of something, uh, and... You have now, um, oh, does I forgot to ask. Do do people have uh, a notepad or anything uh to keep track of uh assets and complications and the like? Yes. Okay. So you have a crybaby, which is I'm going to say a D8 asset a little house rule of mine is if you roll to create an asset, I like to start it as, as a d8 um, and if it's a, an extraordinary success, I'll bump it up to a d10 rather than just spending a plot point to create a d6 you okay, know, the, cool. because there is a possibility of failure and things like that
0: okay, makes sense so I'll come over the comms and you know, we'll say an hour hopefully the cargo's already been loaded Captain, uh, I've got it ready good job, Kaylee All right. Zoe, Jane, come on down to the cargo bay. We need
1: to get all this stuff stowed. Yes, sir. Zoe looks at Wash as she's leaving, hands him the box of food. Eat up, honey. You're going to need your strength for later.
3: Uh, Wash giggles, not unlike a schoolgirl. And then Zoe heads to the back. So 10,000, I mean, basically Funko Pop-sized boxes takes up a lot of space. Um, so, there's not really going to be a way that you can hide these away. So, if you get boarded, people are going to know that they're there. But uh, you can get them all loaded, and they uh, they also don't crap anywhere, unlike the cows that you had to smuggle.
0: Definitely a better smell. That is a major,
2: yeah, major asset there. Uh, make sure that the... Uh, the little area in the middle is cleared t- so not only a walkway, but in case we need to jettison something, like the Crybaby, which would go out there. Sure. So we can...
3: Yeah, you can You can supervise the loading. Everything goes smoothly. Seems like Zan's, Zan's people know their business and are very professional.
2: All right, just make sure we don't get any stragglers. Uh, make sure the ship's refueled with our
3: 20%. Sure. Yep, you can... Put in, you know, put that in with the, uh, the, the port authority to get refueled, et cetera, et cetera.
2: And we'll get some food, which may actually have some sort of a semblance to meat. A little luxury. All right. Sounds good. I mean, I figure, I figure it takes them a couple hours to get everything loaded. I mean, there's a lot of crates. And so at that point, once we get them loaded... Just kind of shut the uh, cargo bay door and head up to the bridge.
1: <clears throat> as your as Mel's walking up, Zoe just looks at all the stuff and says, "You know, if we get caught, we're humped, right?"
2: Best not get caught then.
1: I think we should uh, use the crybaby and maybe use the asteroid field to make sure we get out without being seen.
2: Oh, uh, that's kind of what I was uh, kind of I was ruminating on is if we can somehow launch the crybaby. Into the asteroid field, trigger it They go off running, we go the other way Circle around the planet, hitting the asteroid field from that direction Sounds like a plan I think Wash can handle it He He's obviously got this, like, smirk that shows He's asking a question just to kind of get Zoe a little bit Zoe so smiles back, my man can
0: handle a lot There's truth in them words And Mal just turns and walks up to the bridge Kaylee will head to the uh, engine room to be ready in case uh, Serenity needs a little kick in the shorts to get us going. (laughs)
3: Uh, So the current plan is to jettison off, head for the asteroid field, drawing the attention of the cruiser because it's going to be like taking an interest in a cargo vessel that the Port Authority has... Reported has, is taking on cargo and then jettisoning the crybaby and running. Well, what
2: we're hoping to do is that uh, I, I mean, there's probably a lot of ships coming and going, so they might not be stopping to search every single ship. And hopefully, that uh, a distress signal off in the distance might draw their attention while we just go on by.
3: How do you plan to get the distress signal off in the distance?
0: Yeah, again, this is not Kaylee, because Kaylee's not smart, but uh, at least not in this way. Maybe there's another ship that we could ask to do that for us. I don't know. That's involving other people.
3: That's always... I was going to say, asking seems rather generous.
2: (laughs) True. Well, we're in a shipyard, right? So there's a lot of other ships coming and going? Correct. Is there possibly like a a departure board or anything like that of ships, you know, ships a list of ships that are there.
3: Yeah, you can absolutely check with um check with the um uh port authority to find, you know, who is next in line. They they have a they have a departure stack to keep the the airfield clear. Okay. Uh get the crybaby
2: into a crate and I got an idea.
3: Sure. So,
2: let, I'll go f- look at it and I'm going to scour the list for somebody I don't
0: like. Shouldn't take long, Captain
3: sure actually i'm gonna have you roll for that Alrighty. righty uh so you are trying to find someone you don't like um so i'm gonna say that is going to be a mental and a notice
2: all righty mental and notice
3: uh do you have a distinction you think applies
2: well, I was a veteran in the Unification War, so if I see somebody a ship that I know was alliance friendly during that time, I am going to f- kind of focus on them.
3: Um, sure. Uh, so let's add in veteran of the Unification War.
2: But since Mal's things don't go smooth, I am going to take a D that at a D four.
3: Uh, well, so now you are mixing and matching. Uh, you only get one distinction that will either be positive or negative. Oh, well, no, okay, I thought, so you're
2: not. I thought if I took a D4 instead of a D8, I got a plot point.
3: Gotcha. Sorry. One of Mal's distinctions is things don't go smooth. So that specific phrasing was thro- throwing me off there. Oh, but no, sorry I about get that. It.
2: Yep. I was being descriptive, not n- not
3: mechanical. Sure. Just a little crosstalk there. Uh, I'm going to say that um, this is not the busiest spaceport out there, so just a D8. But Mal probably has a pretty long, pretty large grudge list, Uh, so a d6 to round out my dice pool. Uh, That is a seven.
2: All right, so I'll take my three dice and make room to roll. Okay, what happens if we tie, and I rolled a one?
3: Uh, Well, you get a plot point, and I am going to create a complication. And that complication is going to be active cargo checks, and it's going to be a D6. Uh, so basically, as you are going through, you notice that the alliance cruiser is actively checking people as the uh, as they break AtMO and go into orbit. They are actively inventorying the uh, uh the various cargoes. On a tie, you don't necessarily succeed. I actually forget what happens on a tie. Uh, but a tie <laughs> isn't interesting, so let's both just reroll. Uh, and I got a six that time.
2: Oh, I got a seven, actually. All right. Again, so. I actually was lo- not looking at the d4, and I rolled a six on my other two, and I'm like, we tied again. But I get to use the top two dice, which means I
3: have a seven. Correct. All right. Um, so I'm actually going to say that... Mal, you find um, a ship named Victory at Serenity.
0: <laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
3: Wonderful. You have no idea who it belongs to, but you're pretty sure you hate them.
2: All right. Now I'll go back to our ship, and uh, the, do you have the crybaby all created up and everything like that? Yep, ready to go. Okay, what does the crybaby look like? What could we explain it? So, uh, actually, Mal kind of opens the crate and goes, how can we explain that to somebody that they'll want to ship it for us? So, Kaylee, what does it look like?
0: Uh, Well, I didn't know we were going to be clandestine, so it pretty much looks like a blue barrel with the word crybaby spray-painted on the side, a bunch of wires and an antenna off the top. That's not going to get past the uh, Alliance scrutiny, probably. I could probably redo it, but it's gonna take a while, Captain.
2: How about you get some paint up and put something on it, like uh, Earth that was radio radio receiver. That ought to work, right? Sure, Captain. So you've got that face.
1: What
3: does that face mean?
1: Is there a way that you could uh, make it small enough? We could just attach it to the side of their ship.
3: I think um, the original crybaby was just like coffee can size from the show. So it could be that small.
0: So rather than recreating it, I'll just make it sturdier so that it would survive reenter or egress.
3: Yeah, I was going to say you will want to mount um, magnetize it to foam along somebody's ship.
0: I can do that, Captain. All right. So I
2: found somebody who will take it off world for us.
3: Great. We just got to get it to their ship. All right. Uh, And I'm going to say that, Kaylee, you don't need to make a roll to to magnetize it. That can just happen. However, to mount it on the side of somebody else's ship without them noticing, that will take a roll. That's going to be a physical plus sneak roll from someone. Zoe? Can I make a suggestion?
2: You never are hesitant about it before.
1: Perhaps we could send uh, Anara up there to Distract the crew for a few minutes, and then I could sneak over and attach it to the side.
2: I, it, we don't really want to and drag her into this if we can help it. I mean, you know, it. it I just, and Mal kind of looks a little tongue, look a little flustered at that. She she's got her own business. We it, it ain't not ain't none of ours. You're good at sneaking. Fair enough. I'll I'll do the distracting
0: and you do the sneaking. I'll grab my uh, parasol and I'll go with you, captain.
1: Yeah. Captain, I think this is something the girls can handle. All right. And then she puts her arm out and escorts Kaylee out. I love that image.
2: I wait till they're about 50, maybe 20 yards away. And then I'm following them carefully.
3: Okay. Uh, So what we're going to do is have Kaylee provide the distraction. So, the crew of the Victory at Serenity are they're not military, they're not even ex-military, but they they all like to wear crew cuts and they've got like slimming black clothing. It seems like they're sort of like alliance larpers. Like that that's <laughs> their aesthetic, right? They're <laughs> lots yeah, of purple, like, gray and black and then um like the, the big bruiser of them is wearing a purple shirt. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, that's them. Uh, and how are you going to uh, approach this crew of uh, uh, hardened alliance diehards, Kaylee? Uh,
0: well, I figure I will again have a parasol behind me twirling it. And I'm going to be looking at their ship because that's Kaylee's thing and admiring it. What What type of ship is it? I don't need, like, a full spec, but is it...
3: Sure. Um, it is uh, it is a little larger than Serenity, but it is actually armed. Uh, it's something that could be a cargo vessel, which looks like it's doing now, but uh, it's a type of ship that is popular with uh, bounty hunters as well.
0: All right, so she will... Be making her way up, and she's going to pretty much walk almost into the crowd of them. But she's looking at the ship almost like she's not aware they are there.
3: Yeah, the uh, the big dude in the purple shirt is going to be like, "Whoa, hey, step back from victory at Serenity, there, young lady."
0: I just, I just wanted to look at your ship. I haven't seen one like this in a while. In a while, I didn't know these things still flew.
3: Well, I uh, yeah, it still flies. It's- so she's a damn fine ship, finest ship in the verse.
0: Well, that's not true. I mean, without those stabilizers, it would just spin off into orbit. But I mean, I see that you've done some extra work. Well, those welds look a little weak, but I guess they'll, you know, serve <laughs> in a pinch. Uh,
3: all right. So you are trying to, uh, sounds like you're trying to confound him.
0: Well, in, in, in Michael's mind, I'm trying to get them to look at the ship too. Like well, I'm basically pointing in there. I want them all to look at that spot rather than anywhere else. However that would work.
3: Um, all right, so go ahead. Uh, this is going to be a social, and I'm actually going to say influence.
0: Influence? And then
3: your uh, distinction of choice, sir.
0: I'm actually thinking it's going to be sweet and cheerful, because even though I'm kind of insulting them, I'm doing it in a very sweet way.
3: Right. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> going full southern lady on this. Yeah. Uh, So, we have uh, the security guard uh, is a D8. Those active security checks have everybody on edge. That's a D6. And there are a bunch of them. So, I'm going to call that another D8. And that is a
0: 10. Okay. Let's see if I can beat a 10. Ooh, yep. I got an 11. That'll do it.
3: All right. Any ones?
0: No. No. 247.
3: Okay. So, yeah, you get, um, you are able to create a uh, distraction. And what do you want to call that? Uh, it's going to be an asset that uh, Zoe adds to her role.
0: Um,
3: look at the shiny thing.
0: Yeah, look, look okay, at that. Look at that. Okay.
3: <laughs> so we have look at that D8 as an asset for Zoe. All right, so Zoe, uh, how do you approach things uh, while Kaylee is off confounding the various uh, crewmen of Victory at Serenity?
1: Zoe grabs a little maintenance cart and just kind of trying to pretend like she's a maintenance person walking around on the uh, Mm -hmm. the shipyard and just puts the crybaby in the little maintenance cart and works her way up along the side and... As casually as she can picks it up and sticks it on the side of the ship, probably near the uh landing gear, so when the landing gear goes up, it kind of hides it sure,
3: so like sort of on the inside of the flaps that that retract in, yes, okay, cool, I like that I think that's a I think that's a cool couple of shots uh go ahead, so that's going to be a physical and sneak check, okay. I am still going to, I'm going to roll that same dice pool, 2d8 and 1d6, because it's the same people. I only got a nine, uh, and I roll the one, but uh, it's really not worth it for you guys to be spending plot points against me at this point.
1: Okay. Uh, so you said physical, sneak, and then I have the distinction of steady. I like it. So I'm going to put that in. Now, to use the asset, look at that. Do I just say I'm going to use that asset, or do I need to spend a plot point?
3: Uh, You just say that you're going to use it, Uh, and since you are mounting the crybaby, uh, you can also use the crybaby asset, because that is the important thing in this scene, and
0: specifically that action. And that would be a D8. Yep.
3: All right.
1: So, I got a 16, a 9, and a 7.
0: Nice. All
3: right. So, that 9, bank that. That is a big damn hero die. Yay. You can spend a plot point in order to add that to any roll on down the line. Did you uh did you roll any ones? I did not. Okay. So yes, the crybaby is firmly mounted on the victory at Serenity, and Zoe is able to make a clean break. Kaylee, how are you going to disentangle yourself from this crew of ne'er-do-wells who are now invested in arguing with you about how good their ship is or isn't. They're saying, look, that is, that is fine craftsmanship. We went to the the Joyon shipyards in the core. They they did the best work.
0: Well yeah, I mean for the Joyon shipyards, that's great work, but compared to anything else, I mean I hope you guys have like insurance or something. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna just fall right out of the sky one of these days.
3: So they continue arguing with you. you have them riled up. You may have done too good of a job.
0: I, I will look at them like, are you are you shipping out soon? Cause to be honest, I'd like to be off world before or way after you, just in case I don't want to deal with a wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh go
3: ahead uh let's get a uh social and influence check again
0: so i'm actually i'm gonna move, instead of doing sweet and cheerful i'm gonna move that to everything shiny because i feel like this is going to work out for me right and you are looking to beat a six all right all
3: right i did that easily i got a 14 okay hey big damn hero die let so take your biggest one Set it off to the side. And did you roll any ones? Nope. Darn. Best of luck. <laughs> and they, they're fuming as like their captain comes out and is like, the hell is wrong with you? Get on the <laughs> ship. We're taking off. All right. So uh, you have successfully stowed your crybaby away on that ship and it is taking off about 20 minutes ahead of you. So should give you plenty of time to put some distance between you.
0: So I'd like to think that Zoe and Kaylee come back on the ship, back in arm-in-arm arm again, and the captain's just watching us.
2: Well, Mal scampered back to the ship when he saw that everything went well, so yeah, he's kind of standing in the doorway, kind of his arms crossed across his chest, leaning against the, the hatch. Feeling mighty proud of yourselves? We're regular Juan fan. And I'll give him a little smile. That you are, young Kaylee. (laughs) So get on up to the engine room. We got to get out of here in 20 minutes.
0: Aye, aye, Captain. Yes, sir.
3: Okay, so everything goes smoothly. You get released from by port control, take off, make orbit just fine. And let's sort of have Mal. I want you to set the stakes for me. On how well this plan is going. Uh, So this is going to be a mental plus influence. Okay. And I will also give you your leadership because you came up with this plan. uh, Because you want that crybaby, you want to set off that crybaby before you have to dock with that uh, Alliance cruiser. Okay. And hopefully the timing all works out.
2: All right, I have a question on one of my uh, one of my things under things going go smooth trouble magnet. Yep. So we have the D six complication of active cargo checks, right? Yes, we do. So, did you, if I take, uh, can I do my roll and then trigger that afterwards?
3: Uh, yes, that is one of the very, very few things where you are able to re-roll dice. Okay. Uh, so that happens after you roll.
2: Alright, cool, then I will uh, Alright, so I'm just looking at my other assets and I should be able to use Serenity since we're, you know, flying casual
3: Yep, and don't forget Obviously. the crybaby
2: Yep, which gives me an extra d8 I a whole pass of dice Okay Can I activate trouble magnet before I tell you if I have a one? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, why not?
2: Okay. Uh then I'm going to use trouble magnet to reroll
3: this. So active cargo checks is now a D8. Yep. So should I now roll that as a D8? Um no, no, I roll active cargo oh. checks.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, th- this was for something else. Okay, so I take the top two. I have a I'm actually going to spend a plot point to keep an extra die. Okay. So that would take that to a, math is hard, 17.
3: A 17. Okay. So I am going to, uh, I'm going to roll for the Alliance Cruiser, which is the IAV Cronenberg. So we are going to roll its systems. Plus it is a, uh, it gets its distinction in that it is a, picket chip uh so it, like this is this is its job it is doing the uh the stuff so that's a d8 and then a another d8 for the active cargo checks that you stepped up. Yep. And that is only a 7.
2: Ooh. So, so So that's a critical success for
3: me. That is. So bank your biggest uh highest rolling die. That's a d10. And uh Yeah, so it goes off without a hitch. And so with that uh, extraordinary success, I'm going to say that the victory at Serenity was headed in the direction you did not want to go anyway, like away from the core. They were headed out deeper into uh, uh, on the rim. Uh, okay. So Crybaby goes off. Suddenly it's some sort of uh, distress signal, et etc. et cetera. The crew of the, the Cronenberg order everyone to halt, hold positions. They tell port control to lock down and hold, delay any departures. And they head off to help this, uh, ship that is in distress.
2: So we have like a ship trans- transponder, don't we? Mm-hmm. Do we have the ability to turn that off? Oh,
1: I'm sure. Just unplug it.
2: Reboot it. Or look at it funny. Yeah. We perform an emergency reboot on it and
3: wash go. Sounds good. And I will give that to you. However, you boom, jet out towards the asteroid field that you have to get through in order to uh, get out of this system. Go ahead and who hasn't rolled dice recently?
0: Or Zoe, actually. I was going to say. Yeah, Zoe. I've rolled several. Yeah, Zoe
3: hasn't rolled many dice yet. So we're going to have Zoe roll us some, basically, a ship stealth check. Uh, So this is going to be your hull, plus your sneak skill, plus, um, um, all right. So you have uh, three distinctions to choose from, a Firefly-class transport, Been Around the Verse and Smuggler's Delight. Smuggler's Delight. Okay. Uh, So you are trying to uh, sneak through this asteroid field, but you don't know it, so I am going to have you set the stakes. All right. You just tell me what I need to roll. Okay, so you are going to roll the ship's hull, uh, which is a D8. Okay. Plus your sneak skill. Plus Smuggler's Delight, which you can keep at a D8, or you can roll it as a 4 if you think it would not be helpful, uh, and gain a plot point. Yeah, I'll keep it at the D8. Okay. And then that seems to be it.
2: Chris's dice means that it'll probably roll a 1 anyway.
1: Usually. Uh, Do not roll a 1.
3: 13. 13. Okay. So... Uh, Systems D10, they are pirates, D8, and they have signature asset of long range scanners, D6. And I'm going to say that the active cargo searches is only emboldening these pirates because that tells them that the Alliance thinks there's something useful here. Or something valuable. Balls. Did you say balls or balls? I think he said balls. Oh. I, I hate when the uh, the symbol on the special dice is a one. Because I get all <laughs> excited this hey, it's the special symbol. Yep. And then it's a one. That's just poor
0: design choice from someone, I say.
3: Um, yeah. So I rolled a 10. Uh, all things considered. You said you rolled a 13? Correct. Uh, so you're able to uh, sneak past and start your way into the asteroid field before they pick you up. Uh, so you effectively have a head start on them. But as you, uh, as Wash sort of weaves his way into the asteroid field, he looks up at your radar and he says, Captain, I think we have company. Take a look at the radar to see what he's seeing. You see a ship that is significantly larger than you. No transponder signal, uh, though the radar profile suggests that it is a Roadrunner-class independent. Uh, It's a type of ship that the Browncoats used back in the war. Uh, It is lightly armed, but it's uh, bigger and uh, certainly better armed than you are. If you had to guess, this one is probably arm or hooked up with um, a tractor beam or grappling hooks or something.
2: Okay, Wash, go left, go left, go left. Turn le- Turn the wheel. Get away from the thing. Would you drive? Wash, would you drive? Please drive. <laughs>
3: yeah, and Wash opens up Serenity to start running. The ship behind you is able to keep pace, so we should have some rolls to see how well we do. In the absence of a pilot, we're going to see how good Mal's instructions to wash are.
0: All right. Can I do anything in the engine room to help? Uh, If you wanted
3: to create an asset of some sort, you absolutely can.
0: Okay. Push the turbo boost button. We're going to open the NOS. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: yeah, so what would you like to do, Kaylee?
0: So, uh, you know, I'm basically going to whatever the equivalent of like a turbo boost would be, just a short-term, just to get us out a little quicker. So I'm thinking that's mental and then uh, engines. Sounds right to me. So that's uh, going to be
3: D8 and a D10 for you. Uh, yeah, the Serenity engines are a D10. Well,
0: a it says fix. Engines is a D12, but this isn't really a fix.
3: Um, yes, this, this is fine. Yeah, fix is... Working with mechanical thing. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Operate, actually, is what we want.
0: Okay. Operate is a D10. Okay. So, D8, D10, and then I'm using Serenity, which I get a D8 for.
3: Actually, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you briefly. Sure. Uh, we're not going to use your mental attribute. We're going to use Serenity's engine's attribute. Okay. Which is actually good for you, because that's a D10, not a D8. Okay. So, Attribute D10, Skill D10. And then, did you get a distinction?
0: Uh, I was going to use Serenity itself, or Ship's Mechanic. Uh,
3: so, Miracle Worker is a stunt. Uh, since you're not rolling fix, since this is an operate, you're not actually repairing something. Mm-hmm. This is sort of using the engines, operating them to get a boost. Gotcha. Um, so, you won't be able to use that stunt. Okay. Um, But did you want to use the ship's mechanic as your distinction? Sure. Okay. So that'll be a D8. And then Serenity is your signature asset. That's a D8. Okay.
0: Lots of D8s.
3: Yep. Like I said, lots of D8s in this game. Uh, Give me a second. I will set the stakes for you. Uh, So you are trying to go fast in a crowded asteroid field. That sounds like it's difficult. That's a D10. Serenity itself... I'm going to say is a D8 because getting that sort of turbo boost out of a ship is not necessarily a good thing. Ooh. Okay. That's a 15.
0: You can do it. I can do it. I got a 17.
3: Nice. nice.
0: Good job. No one.
3: All right. So, uh, you create a D8, uh, asset. What did we want to call
0: that? Uh, Um, go faster. Now must go faster. (laughs) sure
3: uh so go faster now all right and mal now for your leadership okay so i'm going to use
2: the d8 from go faster now yep leadership is going to be do i use mental or are we using serenity's engines
3: this i'm going to say is going to be a social okay and your influence Okay,
2: there's that and there's that. Uh, I am using Serenity as a signature asset so I get a bonus D8. Okay. I'm also the ship's captain. Yes, you are. So I would get a D8 from that.
3: Yep. Alright. And I am going to roll those same two dice uh, for trying to go fast in an asteroid field, which is not a great idea, uh, and general D8 base. (laughs) And the things I love about this system is it can be very swingy. Uh, so you have a three to beat.
2: <laughs> okay, not spending my big damn hero die then. Can you drop something to a d4? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, ooh, good thought. Uh, I'll drop my ship's captain down to a d4. Now, the problem with doing that is that increases. Now I have a one out of four chance of throwing a one.
3: True. Right. True. But that's good because that gets you another plot point.
2: Here we go. No ones. Uh, and I keep the top two, which is a 13. Yep. Which means I get another big damn hero die, because we critically succeeded. That's correct. And we go.
3: Uh, okay. So, yeah, you are able to lose these pirates as you go whirling through the asteroid field uh, as billions and billions of rocks uh, float around. Okay you bust through the asteroid field and from here it is a straight shot of a few days to white sun
0: thanks for listening to the rpg academy podcast the flagship program of the rpg academy network if you enjoy what we do here